When Sweet Tarts dared to combine sweet and tart, they thought, why stop there? Why not create other exciting and unexpected combinations like rainbows and ropes or fruity and gummy or chewy and more chewy? That's why they created fun treats like Sweet Tarts Twisted Rainbow Ropes, Gummies Fruity Splits, and Chewy Fusions. When you dare to combine, it's sure to blow your mind. Sweet Tarts, dare to combine. Visit SweetTartsCandy.com to shop now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Olive Magazine podcast. My name is Laura Rowe and I'm the editor of Olive and your host for this week. Today's episode actually is a really special one. It's dedicated to our new contributors, Laura Jackson and Alice Levine, who are featuring in our June issue, which is out on the Friday the 19th of May. I popped along to their publisher's office in London to talk about food, obviously, being the perfect dinner party host and sexless marriages, kind of. Listen on to get what I mean. Hello, I'm here with Laura Jackson and Alice Levine. You might otherwise know them off the telly and radio, and in Alice's case, off the extremely funny My Dad Wrote a Porno podcast. Uh, but this pair have also become famous on the foodie scene for their laid-back supper clubs. This month, their debut cookery book, or should I say dinner party rule book, uh, Round to Ours, is released, and we've been lucky enough to get an extract in our June issue. And today, we're here to talk about being the perfect breezy hosts. So hello, ladies. Hi. Hello. Thanks for having us. Thank you for coming. Um, so let's start at the beginning. How did you guys meet? and how did Jackson and Levine come about? So we met in the way that most amazing duos meet Mm -hmm. at a charity jumble sale and we both had bum bags on. Sure. And Mel and Sue had the same story. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Norman Wise, all the big days. And the decks. Yeah. Um, and you were running a rival stall to mine. Mm. Uh, I say running, you were just sort of not doing I was hanging off the side <laughs> of the table, trying yeah. to sell, like, cat shirts and dungarees to yeah. anyone that would walk past. For 5p, yeah. Yeah, yeah. all of that. Um, you actually bought a lot of it yourself, which is a good business plan. I should have seen from the beginning, actually. Laura wasn't working very hard. She was spending <laughs> lots of money. I was like, I should have seen this is what it would be like. I think I left with more than I brought. Okay, that's always a good sign of it. You no, know when you, you, go to, like, you go into a car boot and you're like, why am I bringing home way more? <laughs> why do we have to buy a car? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we met there and we started talking about cat shirts and dungarees, mm. but also about food because there was... Um, there was a stall that sell uh, that was selling chili con carne, wasn't it? In little yeah. little tubs, and we went and had some chili together on our break. And we started talking about food, and we lived in the same area, so we were like, "Oh yeah, I like that place. Oh yeah, have you been to this place?" Um, and we're talking about kind of food that we like to cook ourselves as well. And so we went on a bit of a friendship date, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we went to that Scandinavian 
Do you remember that Scandinavian furniture shop that oh, sold you... coffee but it wasn't really a cafe? And you were like 45 minutes late. <laughs> and I live right around the corner. <laughs> keep them. <laughs> Treat me and keep them keen. Yeah. I know, I should have known that. <laughs> I? All the signs were there. Oh. Um, yeah, I think we just kind of, we both really liked food, talking about mm. it, eating it, uh, making it. And I don't know, it was a time where the the cool food scene hadn't really yet exploded yeah. but we obviously had jobs in television and radio and we wanted to kind of broaden our work horizons yeah. um so we talked about how we could i don't know do something together in food so we were going for lunch like alice said courting in a non-lesbian way <laughs> each other. alice was late i was waiting um and we thought well why don't we... We started cooking for each other at home mm. after that. So I'd go to Alice's and she'd cook for me and she'd come to mine and I'd cook for her. God, we kind of dated. It's really weird. We it's never not, kissed. Not kind of right. dated. We dated. <laughs> we dated. We were in a sexless marriage for a long time. <laughs> this reminds me of my mum and dad. <laughs> um, and um, so we just thought we wanted to do something with food and we thought, well, why don't we extend for, I don't know, just cooking for each other to cooking for other people yeah so we decided to we didn't really know what what it what we the word supper club had been bandied around hadn't yeah it? we didn't yeah. really know what that was but we were like that, well, that sounds quite nice we liked the word club because it meant going out and we also <laughs> yeah. liked the word supper because it meant food yeah. so two Makes of our favorite words together and clubs mm. club supper didn't sound right, right. i loved that club as you know <laughs> so i just s, s club had already been taken yeah s okay. club two all of the big names yeah Okay, so was it easier with strangers, harder with strangers? Did it make you be more adventurous with strangers? How I feel like you should say running know, a supper club. In yeah. the supper club yeah. scenario. Yeah. Um, this is at the S Club night. Yeah. Yeah, how rumours club. start. Yeah. Uh, it was definitely a challenge. It was kind of supposed to be a challenge because, yeah. like Laura said, we both had jobs which we weren't completely in control of because TV and radio can be a bit erratic and mm. I just started working at Radio 1 and I was the new girl and felt a little bit out of my depth. You said yourself at the time you were like I've not got loads going on mm. I want something to be to be like you know dig my teeth into so it was supposed to be a challenge and it was a really big challenge wasn't it but the first mm. one was friends of friends and some friends and yeah. some friends of those friends mm. as friends and so that felt like a nice soft way to kind of go into it but yeah. we just got a real thrill out of it didn't we after the first one and we sort of said we're not going to plan too far in advance we'll just say we'll do another one and then we'll do that and see what we think and then we'll do another one and then it's been four long arduous years (laughs) yeah it's gone by so quickly but i think because at the time when we started no one was really doing anything like we were doing yeah obviously there was um the clove club and they had their pop up above the ten bells um but there wasn't really anything that was kind of entertaining and girls and fun that wasn't about healthy eating or yeah. well-being or, you know, faddy. Yeah. We were just two girls that, weirdly, we invite people around to my flat, <laughs> we cook for them, got them a bit drunk, and then we sent them packing. Yeah. Um, so we kind of, I don't know, we, I think we hit a hit at a right time. Yeah, yeah everyone else was were, were chefs, really, weren't they? Yeah. We're very, very much home cooks, not yeah. chefs. And I think that was a thing that we made clear from the get-go mainly because we didn't want people to get their hopes up too much we were like well we're not just just don't come expecting <laughs> we did say bird. one year though didn't like one year one supper club if it all goes wrong i mean it would be all right to get pizza we, <laughs> we could get i mean we could get a pizza we could pizza jazz it up delivery there's great yeah, pizza yeah. truffle oil in the in the back yeah. of the cupboard somewhere mm-hmm. yeah domino's pizza i like that 
boom. But it was all about entertaining, and I think it yeah. still is. I think the essence of the book is that it's it's fun and it's about yeah. social gatherings and about not putting too much stress on yourself yeah. in the kitchen. We like you know we keep saying we're not chefs. We just really enjoy cooking. Yeah. And there's so many times uh, when we've been doing Jackson Levine, when we've been cooking for each other, when we've been cooking for our friends, that it's gone horribly wrong. <laughs> Give somebody a pint of yeah. wine, a bag of you know pint peanuts, yeah. and and it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that because it is just food. Like yeah. I, I mean we spend because we're lame. Like we spend a lot of time thinking about how it's going to look and what napkins we're going to use and like where we're going to find these like mini courgette flowers from and, mm. and that's all really fun and like we really like it but that's obviously not every night of your life yeah. like we're not doing that on a Tuesday when we got home from work <laughs> what? at 8pm shattering my illusions yeah Laura yeah. Uh, what <laughs> have I said I've said too much oh god yeah. edit, edit this out immediately um, this is fake news yeah. um, but I think on those occasions when you want to make a little bit more effort or you mm. know take your I don't know laundry off the radiator and just the <laughs> yeah. flat up a bit yeah it is nice to have somebody say it it, it can go wrong and it's fine because i think yeah. so often everything looks really mm. especially on instagram and stuff everything looks really yeah. glossy doesn't it yeah so how would you describe your food then slapdash, slapdash. <laughs> okay. it is a bit slapdash yeah. i think it's why neither of us are amazing at baking because we're not very good at. oh we've got the, no patience we're not scientists <laughs> so we don't waste oh, we'll out. start something and we'll start chatting about something and then we'll be like oh my god these things in the oven <laughs> you're um, quite good at being like oh left the sugar oh it'll be fine at this point it'll go it's fine to go in now i i love making stuff from nothing i mean my dinner mm. last night was absolutely nuts i oh i have jarred and um tin beans coming out of my wherever because <laughs> my boyfriend's vegetarian yeah but last night i made like this weird curry with peas and like beans and literally whatever i got in the cupboard and john was like what's in this i was like just everything we have don't left. really know and yeah. it's actually quite nice Good. like i do kind of i don't know i think we both always like we've got nothing in the cupboard so we're literally <laughs> scrapping around for each other laura's got a rube yeah you're very creative and you've got a rhubarb mm. glut at the moment so i feel like everything yeah. you're like do you want some rhubarb with it i'm like no no more rhubarb no i away. gave you some to take home and she left it at my house i found it <laughs> rotting the other day into Awkward. my table yeah. yeah i just find it in my handbag um yeah i think i think it's it's good to be able to magic something from nothing. yeah i'm not as good at well, one, one of the sections in the book is called is it magic store cupboard yeah I, I love that that's exactly how we cook at olive it's kind of finding great ingredients that maybe you have to go and search for but yeah. once you've got it that'll transform and, and all that, people often say to us like oh you know i can't afford to spend a fortune on like judgy ingredients every week mm. and actually they're the things and we say in the book that they're nice things to get for people for presents or to mm. ask for as yeah. presents like and they last for ages so it's, yeah. it's more that they're there as your backup yeah. so when you've got um i don't know if you're just having an omelet or cheese on toast <laughs> yeah. or avocado on something yeah. um, they're the things that will make it pop and make it actually something extraordinary rather than ordinary yeah. and that doesn't have to cost a lot no and you'll use less of it so if you buy a really good olive oil you only need a few drops whereas you're yeah. buying a flavourless oil then you can buy cheap buy twice Laura yeah exactly <laughs> but like hampers at Christmas are always really yes. nice things to make yeah. for people and they're so bespoke and you can really I remember one of my first boyfriends worked at M&S and he used to make a hamper for every member of his family every year yeah, and he put in things that they would like. And really I think nice. that we're really... That's come back around, hasn't it, yeah. in the last few years? Actually thinking about what you're giving someone rather than just a- dashing out last minute, yeah. And I just think it's really, like, 
you don't need to have a lot of everything. We're not saying have one of everything in our in the yeah. store cupboard, but just having like a really good rose harissa, like a really good olive oil, mm. a really good like a tr like a truffle oil. You can mm. buy the really small ones, and yeah. I just think those simple things just really just like oh my god, what's the word? Accelerate. I can't speak to yeah, Um For instance, like just having a bowl of like new potatoes and having some pistachio oil, you go from like really normal and really boring to something that's like, oh wow, this is interesting, this is quite exciting. Yeah. Um, and always having loads of nuts at home is always, yes, is always the one. Although I eat far too many. I bought one of those big bags of um, shoes <laughs> and I was like, they are I'm dangerous. going through yeah. these like oh, sweets. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. Probably better than sweets. Maybe. Um, so in the book, you start off with kind of giving your entertaining tips, but you start off with music, which I thought was really interesting. So is that kind of is that your starting point when you think of where do you start with when you plan a supper club or a dinner party? Is it one dish and you think oh, I'm going to plan it around this, or is it a theme, or is it a location, or is it a playlist, and then you you make the food to the music? Where, where do you do begin? Start? It's normally seasonal, so I think okay. that if we're going to do something, and I say, for instance, we did one in um, last summer um, and that was right okay it's summer so we need to think about do we want outdoor space what's the weather going to be like what are the ingredients that we can use yeah. how are we going to kind of it's everything kind of falls into each yeah. other but um, I think seasonality first and then venue yeah. Um, so when we're not doing it at the flat because I moved out last year, um, it looked we... beautiful. Oh, I hope you live. No, I used the most beautiful place <laughs> <Yeah>. on earth. <laughs> then we have to find a venue that yeah. will that will do yeah. flat justice, really, because yeah. we had we had some really great times there. And we had had some really great supper clubs. So yeah. now I think we're a bit of a venue snob. So we're like, <laughs> yeah. no, no, it won't do. Yeah, we've been spoiled. Yeah. So um, venue, and then obviously then with the venue, it's how many people that we want. But yeah. you don't want to have an amazing venue and not fill it. And, yeah. Um, but music, I suppose, comes quite far down the line. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't, because we listen to music all day long whilst we're writing our ideas down and hanging around together and yeah. prepping it all. So music's always there, but the music for the night... Um, it's quite last minute, to be honest. Mm. I think we have we have our favourite tracks and we have the music that we listen to and we yeah. have playlists and we've always got about... I think we've got, like, four round to ours playlists, so okay. I think... And we wrote John in, Laura's other half, who yeah. has collected records for all of his years on the earth, so mm, he's got an handy. amazing Northern Soul library, essentially. Great. So as much as we'll sometimes stick a playlist on, we're more likely to be like, John, do not move from that record player. <laughs> that is your job tonight. Resident yeah. DJ, please. Exactly. Okay. Um, and so where do you get your inspiration for the food? Is that with the seasons as well, or do you have kind of different cultures or regions that you look to? All over, everything? don't we? Yeah. We read so many different publications Olive Magazine maybe. of course Olive Olive Magazine yeah. what did you tell us to say Olive, <laughs> Olive Magazine is Olive, our favourite yeah. we yeah. do not read anything else no we do look, we love a bit of Olive Magazine Good. and we love Instagram for that stuff too because that's such a really yeah it's visual an, it's so visual it's a really easy place to kind of screen grab that or you know yeah. save that for later and that's that can be really good can't it when they come together and just eating out we eat out a lot and we yeah. go to a lot of restaurants and we travel with work we travel in our personal lives yeah. um, if I ever get invited to a dinner the first thing that I do is go online and look at the restaurant yeah. menu and we both like collect men like menus like whenever we go away and I think that's really useful actually yeah. because you've been doing that for a long time so then Laura's got this like crazy dossier which can be yeah, really I had good. to get rid of some John my brother was like you've got there's too many but yeah I did a big America trip and I took Amazing. menus from everywhere and then 
I think, like, when you went to Lisbon, I was... We always just basically have got loads of ideas and we'll come together and we'll get really excited, write them all down, and then we'll kind of make a, a shorter list of 100 ideas. Um, we're <laughs> doing a dinner, actually, um, in a few weeks' time. And, uh, yeah, it's really nice because you always think, oh, these are really great ideas. And then Alice will give me her ideas. I'm like, oh, they're really good. And then I'll make notes on hers. And then she'll be like, oh, my God, that's really good. So two heads kind of are better for one yeah. when you're brainstorming because we've got yeah. loads of ideas. Yeah, well, you've made it so simple for everyone else because you've got oh. all the menus ready. Yeah, don't yes. deviate from those 24 menus. No. That's all you need. <laughs> they're very, very simple. Mm-hmm. So have you got any rules as well for when you're planning a menu? Do you think, right, I need to have dishes that only have say five or six ingredients or they're not going to take a certain amount of time or Um, or is it more just about how great it's going to taste main rule i think if you're cooking for a lot of people is i wouldn't have a hot starter and a hot main and a hot dessert i would just have one hot main so you can have a starter that is a salad like i don't know a panzanella or just something Mm. that's just super simple that can be pre-made before people arrive yeah then you can concentrate on your main and then it means that you're not away from the table while your guests are there yeah and then for dessert i mean like a tart or a, a tort or mm. a, a cake yeah having that kind of cold because then you could always warm it up in the oven for five minutes and serve well, it with the ice, ice cream, cream, cream. Really good that we yeah. did the no churn yeah. one so that's quite a good secret weapon right. i think as well thinking about being plentiful with stuff because yes. actually there's nothing worse than mean portions so yeah. oh, but going to someone that you don't know oh could I have another oh okay <laughs> no worries no worries it's fine <laughs> and that I mean that can be you can deal with that in simple ways like we always say if you're running behind and people are starting to arrive and you're thinking I haven't done a canapé or I haven't done I mean yeah. I haven't done a starter even or yeah. like you know what, what am I going to do I've, I've focused on doing this great main like l- like really nice bread and butter is great really great so yeah. great and I think it doesn't always have to be something really extravagant um, don't cook something you've never cooked before oh, if you've got yeah. like 10 people over for dinner yeah. but it's not the time to kind of experiment <laughs> don't be hesitant at that point no, in time no yeah I'm just going to do something with some like mist or you know, just... <laughs> yeah a swirl of something um, brilliant so have you got any kind of other major top tips that you think our readers should adhere to when they're when they're doing a dinner party well because our nights are as much about the atmosphere as the food so the yeah, food's obviously you... really important and we would never want anybody to leave and a not be full or B think that they've not had a, a, a nice supper. But you see on Instagram they've been at McDonald's after your uh, straight <laughs> yeah. to Chicken Cottage. Um, I think, yeah, you, you want to make sure that your setting and the the atmosphere of the yeah. room and everything does justice to what you've prepared. Yeah. And the book gives loads of great tips on that as yeah. well. And and you don't just give kind of general advice; you give specific places you can get stuff from. Yeah, and, and that's I, really useful. And I think that's definitely one like one thing is we love tableware and we love. Yeah all of those things so there's stuff where it's like if you are into that and you want to buy some bits and pieces mm. there's some things that can really work hard for you yeah. but also little things like there's a bit in the book where we talk about lighting it's like don't have the middle light on. don't have big light on yeah. don't have any <laughs> overhead light on always have down lighting it doesn't need to be Blackpool Tower as my dad <laughs> no it's like you're not eating at a dentist yeah. <laughs> in like in, in Denmark they don't even like I've been to a few houses there and they don't even have like like lighting on the ceiling yeah. it's all lamp I just think it creates a really nice ambiance. Yeah. It's kind of... You're not walking in and you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, candles really important. You can buy mm. some great taper candles yeah. online in different colours um, or, like, beeswax, can- beeswax candles that kind of give off a really kind of nice glow. Or we're doing an event, actually, tonight. We're using LED lights. We'll see how that one goes. Wow, okay. That might be in book Jazzy. two in people <laughs> yeah. as well. Um, and then music, like, not mm. too loud so people are like... 
shouting at each other, it's but not, not so quiet. Yeah. No, yeah. it's not until escort. later. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then not like you don't want to kind of be playing Rihanna at your nice dinner party, no. do you? There's a time and a place. And actually, we've got some amazing tips. Even though on you plays. always put on Rihanna, is that slow jams? Only slow jams. Only slow jams. But um, we've got some great ideas for playlists because you know there's times where you've got no time before people arrive yeah. and you hear the knock on the door and you're like ah <laughs> um so just film playlists is something that we really love really like soundtracks yeah yeah amelie drive um breakfast club nice take them all away for free Sorry. yeah <laughs> okay. there's more in the book <laughs> 25 pounds yeah. from quadril ages writing that <laughs> um i think the other like the, it sounds so obvious but making people feel like they're welcome so yeah. their yeah. glasses topped up yeah. you're not kicking them out at 10 o'clock they <laughs> have somewhere comfy to sit all of those things where it's easy to maybe run out of time and not have a tidy of yeah. your living room or whatever but I think all of that stuff actually makes a big difference yeah and and the other thing is they've come to see you like that you're yeah. not a hired chef that is yeah. cooking for them for the evening so trying to have stuff ready in advance just so you can sit down and enjoy it with people because yeah. if you're stuck in the kitchen it sort of defeats the purpose yeah. and you don't want to feel strung out by the end of it and ready for people to washing go up like really angry no. like, oh. <laughs> but also nobody knows what's on the menu apart from you yeah so if you miss something off or, I mean, there's a time where we forgot to write a course. I did. <laughs> Alice forgot did. to write a course on the menu. Um, and surprise course. It was a surprise mm-hmm. course, but nobody knew. And you, were, we were both like, oh, it's annoying. But nobody, nobody knows. Yeah. The only person that is going to be hard on you is you. So just don't yeah. worry about I'm it. Enjoy still it. Still kicking myself about yeah. it. <laughs> She's never allowed to go near the menus again. So okay. lesson learned. Lesson learned. Okay. So what's next for you guys? Then you've got a gorgeous book out. So Jackson and Levine round to ours. You're doing more supper clubs to promote that. What, yeah. what else? What else is going on? That is our life at the moment. Mm-hmm. Habitat. Uh, oh, and that is also mm. our life, but not not just yeah June. June. That's the next okay. thing that will happen. We've designed a, a linen range with oh my Habitat. Gosh, that's so, so exciting! Yeah, yeah, table and kitchen linen, um, which we're over the moon about because yeah, we love like, Habitat. I, so I, I also got your linen love from the book as oh, well. Oh man, yeah, and you love it, love it. Yeah. And so we've been talking to Habitat for years and years, and they were really helpful to us when we did our first ever supper club, and just really. Um, generous when we didn't have enough knives and forks and things and one glass between 20 people (laughs) Um, so we've been talking for a long time and this just felt like really good planets aligning where they were looking to do something and we had been hinting for you know (laughs) we'd sent really subtle hints like we would love to work with you why aren't you getting back to our emails (laughs) (laughs) I noticed you're on a long weekend away we could come meet you there and talk about the idea Um, so whenever I said do you want to meet we'll come to you (laughs) So, yeah, we're really pleased with it. And, yeah, June, beginning of June is when people can see it. Amazing. We, we designed um, an apron that we're really proud of. It's really lovely. So exciting. Yeah, and it's kind of like it crosses at the back. Did Beautiful. you ever see when Carrie Bradshaw went to um, the Hamptons? Yes. And she had that pinny on that she <laughs> yeah. wore as a dress. It's kind yeah. of like that at the back. Beautiful. So, uh, yeah. I like uh, the inspiration. Sounds <laughs> yeah. great. I mean, that's news to me. But <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know that at the time. Um, cool. So it sounds like you've got loads going on then. Enough to keep us busy for the time being yeah all right well thank you very much for talking to us we love the book and we love the recipe we love the mag thank you (laughs) we didn't pay you to say that on this okay cool thank you so much thank you 
Massive thanks to Laura and Alice, the perfect hosts and podcast guests, if you ask me. If you like the sound of today's episode, don't forget to review and rate us as always. It takes seconds and means even more brilliant, engaged, happy listeners like you get to hear us rambling on. And remember, you can tweet, Instagram, Facebook us as well to tell us what you think. And if you love food, drink and travel as much as we do, remember you can subscribe to this podcast for free so you never miss an episode. You can get the latest issue of Olive in all good stores now or download via our digital app and Apple News or you can visit our brilliant website olivemagazine.com for loads of new recipes, restaurant and hotel reviews and more every single day. Happy eating, happy cooking, happy listening and we'll see you next week for more Hungry Chat. Bye. Bye.